Welcome to Important Question Podcast. I am Gordon Highland. And I am Caleb J. Ross. And we have a special episode today. It's the first of what may be an, an occasional feature. We'll see how it goes. We're doing a video episode. So if you're listening to this on the uh, audio cast, uh, be sure to check out the enhanced visual version because we didn't want to deprive you of these sexy visages. Enhanced is generous term yeah. there, yeah. I, mean, I meant like surgically. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. To the nose profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you you want to go to youtube.com slash Caleb J. Ross, and you can catch this episode, possibly future ones, but we also have an archive of all of our past episodes. They go up a little later on as a video that you can subscribe to. It's the audio with just a, a still, but some people like to get their podcasts through YouTube, and mm -hmm. Caleb thought that was a great idea to yeah. provide that. So People seem to like it. So, today's episode, uh, as the old joke goes, what's the difference between Hitler and a jockstrap? I don't know. What? <laughs> this wasn't set up at all. <laughs> one's a dictator, and one's a dictator. Mm, I get it, because Hitler carried balls around. Is that... That, that's an approved stereotype of Hitler, I think. Carried are you telling me that there are stereotypes out there of Hitler that I should avoid? No, they're all pretty safe. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Hitler, fair game. Fair game. Target, yeah. Um, so, we know that absolute power corrupts absolutely. But in a democracy, can you get anything done that way either? So, what we want to know, we're asking today, today's important question, is whether you would rather be a dictator or an elected president. And as we so often do, let's go ahead and state our initial uh, positions right off the bat. Dictator or president on three. You ready? In a special video-friendly format. Yes. Ready? One, two, dictator. President. Wait, how does this work? We're both scissors, but we said different. <laughs> I th there we go. Th that's all it needs. That's yeah. all the world needs is love. Scissoring brings the world together. <laughs> Very exciting. So I said dictator, and you said dictator. Why would you want to be a dictator? I said president. I'm not starting this thing over. I'm sorry. No. Well, no, it's because I know you secretly want to be a dictator. It makes absolute sense that a dictator would try to impart his opinion and will upon me, a person, and, and let me go control and shut my your thoughts. mic off right there. Let me let me shut your microphone off. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Because yeah. that's what dictators would do. Yeah, I get it. Uh, president, why would I be? The truth is, I would really not want to be either of them. Um, I just don't have that sort of drive or that motivation. Uh, so, so, but I think the lesser of two evils in this case would be a president, and I think the reason is simply because I have the empathy that probably a lot of dictators maybe perhaps lack, and that um, I understand that you know people uh, probably don't want a dictator for the most part, or maybe they just don't understand or haven't been exposed to any sort of regime other than a dictator in a lot you of cases. You care what other people think. I do, and that probably that alone I think is probably enough yeah. to make me not want to be a dictator. I mean, what about you? You you say you want to be a dictator. Um, I think you would make a great dictator, first of all. I appreciate it, because yeah. I was going to say that I wouldn't want to live under your rule. I wouldn't want to live under mine either. <laughs> so, that, I, I, again, that's non-dictatory thinking. It's weird being able to see him as we're doing the podcast. We thought this might help, you know, the... the the chemistry a little bit because we're often interrupting each other and stuff. But actually, now I feel like, you know, I don't want to punch you as much in person as I... Really? Yeah, I'm air punching all the time when we do this. It feels weird to wear pants during this thing. I'm not going to lie. Yes. And by the way, I should mention that uh, usually we record these via Skype. We live about 10 miles apart, and it's an audio, like a radio cast, and we cut it together. Uh, but uh, today we are in my recording studio where I do my half of the podcast. This is Womb With A View in Kansas City. It smells a little semen -y. Yeah, womb, it's wombish. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know that it's your semen specifically. <laughs> but I, I don't have that frame of reference. Yeah, you're the sommelier of sperm. 
<laughs> is that an 85? <laughs> it's a good year, I hear it. I'm, I'm sensing notes of salt. I would hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. that's not semen. So why would I want to be a dictator? Well, I always feel that I'm right. And I think people that know me are like, yeah, that guy always thinks he's right. And also my, my personality type, according to the Myers-Briggs, is an INTJ. The Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. You're familiar I'm with I'm unfamiliar. This? It's a personality profile okay. that you take. You can do it online. You just have to pay. You would do it like your company would pay for it or your school would pay for it. And it determines personality types. And it's a four-letter system that ranks like different aspects of how intuitive or how intellectual, you know, like okay. are you a thinking, a feeling? And it's on this kind of continuum of things that are on left side or right side. And uh, I'm an INTJ. And historically, uh, that is sort of the, the evil genius <laughs> <laughs> you got people. Uh, Vlad Putin mm -hmm. is one. Oh, Vlad. Uh, well, you have Vlad on a we're nickname basis, so that yeah. alone says I'm this that. guy over here, but we're tight. <laughs> uh, other people: Hannibal Lecter in the world of fiction, uh, Walter White of Breaking Bad really? fame. Okay, you know this. You were endearing me to those types of people. Yes. Each incremental step, yeah. So, just from a purely selfish standpoint, I think it would be great just to. I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. You have one thing: you'd have harems, right? You couldn't get that in the White House. Harem? We, we could. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, you could dispose of your enemies. I think that has a certain appeal. Who's to say that they, the, the, the elected officials don't have ways of disposing of their enemies anyway? That, that's part of it. That's either way you choose. And again, that's probably why I brought it up as a lesser of two evils is because either way you choose, there's, there's certain things we as a public don't know about, nor should we as public know right. about, obviously. Um, so, I mean, it's, is there really much of a difference between the two? other than what we're told in history books and textbooks is in fact the difference and the different main difference i you know just to uh, just to state this you know on the, on the record it, the main difference being that obviously a dictator is someone who comes to power generally via um, either a dynastic sort of succession or just take over um, it's there's no democratically elected uh, process whereas a president is uh, elected by the people so you know it's it's both of them being in power, one is being elected with with somewhat limited power, one is not being elected with sort of total power. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. This episode rules, <laughs> says you. <laughs> yeah, I I'm have not that, yet no. counted the votes. Right, so you, I don't you know have if to you have to poll the the constituency. Exactly. Yeah, the, the polling the electorate as the, <laughs> where that sounds filthy. I, I like the idea of being able just to get shit done as a dictator. You know, there's no obstructionism. At least you don't think there's going to be. There's not obstructionism politically. We like to think it's like you can just do whatever you want because you're an autocrat. Is that the word, autocrat? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, Someone who crats automatically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that's crat. right. To, to crat. To, to crat, crat, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you think of, you know, Congress and laws and all these silly things that are in the way of getting, you know, things done. And uh, I think dictators, though, we, we think there's nothing in the way, but really... You're only the dictator of your own country when you think about right, it. Right, right. And not, no other country really wants to deal with you for the most part. Yes. Yeah. So on a larger scale, you're not the master of the friggin' universe. You're just dictator of whatever. And I, I always had this sneaking suspicion that if I were able to be a dictator, it'd be like some podunk shit land. <laughs> you know, it'd be my, my, I'm the master of all I survey, which is 40 acres, a mule, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. an Ebola-ridden uh, populace. That's true. Although... It, when you're dealing when you're dealing with with dictatorships, do dictators in their mindsets even get to the point where they want to make change to begin with? So you say as a dictator, you could make any change that you wanted to make, but also as a dictator, 
would you want to make any change at all anyway? No. So is the elected democratic process already so far ahead in terms of making the world better for its for its citizens? It is. That it's still better, even though you have all these hurdles to go through in these in this red tape, it's still better to be in a position where you're at least empathetic to the civil to, to the citizens than yeah. being a dictator. D democracy is better for the world. Uh <laughs> Dictatorship is better for moi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, and this is about me. Let's be, be <laughs> frank. This That's episode true. is. Um, the one thing I thought would be fun is uh, just control over the media, state oh, state run right. media, and uh, no more shitty TV shows. Y'all reruns of Saved by the Bell all the time, twenty four seven. Yeah, and just the idea. I think that like a tastemaker would make kind of an interesting dictator because they're always imposing their their will upon you. You're gonna listen to my playlist. What's in my TiVo or DVR or whatever, and. Uh, but now that I think about it, really, I might be better better suited just being like a media mogul in general. Just being like the yeah, head, so head maybe of that's Viacom. what you want. You don't necessarily yeah. want to be a dictator. You just want to be a, a psychopathic CEO. Yeah, and psychopathic okay. CEOs more common than you would think. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. There's a there's a really uh, a pr well pretty famous book uh, a couple of years ago called the Psychopath Test. I believe it's called. Um, and the while the book got a lot of criticism for its lack of. Uh, scientific evidence and it's sort of one-sidedness the general takeaway was that there are more psychopaths more uh, sort of egomaniacs in positions of power uh, this was specifically in, in business positions of power which there are some dissimilarities between business and and, and uh, being elected also some some similarities as well but the whole takeaway was that there are more psychopaths in that uh Corporate uh, arena in that in that arena, or in just general generally in positions of power than you would expect. Um, I think uh, the actual numbers would be uh, that I looked up were, um, you know, the gen in the general population, there's about one percent or so of people who are um, clinically would would clinically be called um, uh, psychopaths, and in the world of leadership, uh, it's about three percent, which doesn't seem like a lot, but at the same time, three percent being concentrated into one sort of personality type, right. Is, is pretty impressive. Um, and so I think that speaks a lot to the idea that you're willing to attain a certain level of power without caring what people think. That's a lot of that, you know, yes. fake smiles and handshakes and that sort of thing I think goes on. If you're, a, if you're a president, you have to do that. If you're a CEO, you have to do that. Whereas, interestingly enough, I would think that as a dictator, you don't have to do that, especially as a dictator who's uh, succeeding in, in a sort of a dynastic succession rather yes. than being the first dictator. Um, and, that, and that almost makes me endear the dictator. Isn't that like an anthrax album or something? <laughs> endear the dictator. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, Volume 7. <laughs> We're not raging anymore. No. We're fine with it. Yeah. Uh, it. It does, because in a way, if you think, you know, the first dictator, yeah, that person was was a jerk probably. You know, I don't know, obviously, the, the, the specific situations or circumstances that led to this person overtaking rule. Perhaps they were taking power from a situation that was terrible to begin with i don't know i'm more concerned about the people who followed in the footsteps you know you've got your kim jong-un's and your uh what is it uh kim jong il il yeah um you've got them uh who i don't think the son necessarily at least from my perspective wants to do right. this but he kind of has to um not to say that he's what he's doing and what the whole country is doing he's this like is an impetuous child kind of yeah, yeah. and Billy. so he's sort of forced to be in this position and i think that is almost sadder than it is scary obviously i'm not a north korean so i'm sure i would have different opinions otherwise but mm. um, your haircut yeah. is slightly better it's just barely that's why i have this on if you saw it boy <laughs> you'd be like that guy's not fit for north korea no it reminds me when you're talking about the dynastic thing there was a tv show on a series last year called tyrant dynasty oh <laughs> no, you're stepping on my cable dude thanks <laughs> that's his dictator that wasn't his cable yeah Wink. <laughs> 
it was called Tyrant, and it wasn't a great show, but it raised some interesting points. And the, the general premise was it's a Westerner, lives in America. He has Middle Eastern roots, but he's made the family. He has a blonde wife, etc. He's called to the Middle East uh, for a wedding or something. And his family is a dictatorship uh, dynastic. And uh, it's a made-up country. And his brother has just seized power, and he's mad with power, and he's screwing all the bitches and doing the things that you think dictators do. Yeah, of course. And he's brought into this situation, and you see the contrast between them, the West and the East. And he thinks it's silly, and why would I want to take part in that? But things escalate. And he's there in a a capacity to kind of get things done. He's like an advisor. Mm -hmm. And at some point, uh, things start going bad, and he's trying to get things done. And the, uh, the dictatorship appeals to him because of its efficiency and we see him sort of start to arc his character does because of that you know, getting a little bit of power and like if only i could eliminate the bureaucracy and just get these things done it would be so much easier and this also reminds me of the darth vader arc i know you're not a star wars fan but you know it's the it's the, the thirst for power mm-hmm. and he thinks that having power is what's going to enable him to do these things and then it eventually corrupts him Absolutely, and that seems to be a trend, right? I mean, there are there are any are there any situations where dictators ended up doing good for the world? I mean, I asked this question hypothetically because neither of us did research. I promise no. you on this, no. but I can't think. You would think if that did happen, we would kind of know about it, and I can't think of a situation right. where that has happened. Again, history is told by the victors, and if the dictatorship no longer exists, then you know they're not going to be known. So you know, it could just be a defeated question to begin I, with. I like to think that. My, my intentions are good. I like to think that I would be a benevolent dictator, but it's just like I was talking about before. You, you, it, it, it snowballs and, and it corrupts you. And you still got, you know, I, I think there would still be some downsides because you're always going to be living in fear of, like, children being kidnapped, uh, death threats, the, the constant threat of coup, because mm-hmm. that's probably how you got into power to yep, begin right, with. Right, right. Um, and, you know, who's the next man up? or men or women up. You don't see women asking these questions very often, right? There's been certainly women, despotic rulers, queens and whatnot. We hear occasionally, but they probably would not have this thirst for power conversation that men with dicks have. (laughs) That's probably (laughs) true. Could I rule the world? It harkens back to our earlier episode about being castrated to live longer. Get rid of the testosterone and things tend to work out a little better. So So obviously, you know, I've not had the procedure done for having come up with this topic. (laughs) How could I possibly rule? But just you're a dictator, and you get the people that are always like rolling their eyes behind your back, and all all your harem bitches are telling you yeah. what a huge cock you have. They just Ooh. don't want to be killed, so they're going to say whatever it is right. you want to say. I don't know that that sense of power. I guess just never really uh, uh, appeals to me because I, I'm definitely I know my limitations as a leader. Uh, I I just know. Shall we list them? <laughs> there's many. <laughs> And to stay tuned for that'll be he'll be one of his listicle videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be it, it's interesting because I, I know that I would never I, I wouldn't be a good leader to that scale, um, you know, uh, and so if I were to be in that kind of position, um, first first of all, I would just never be in that kind of position, you know, as as an elected president. Or I guess as a dictator, I would probably spend most of my time not doing things that are actually important. Instead, I would probably do things like, you know, building giant slip and slides throughout the city and declaring every donut be donut day. So maybe I would be an awesome dictator. (laughs) I don't know. But as an elected president, I change my stance. I would gladly serve under your, in, your, in your cabinet. Well, next, as a, next as to the beer glasses. an elected president, I would probably do the same thing. I would just get impeached for it. Yes. So you would still, under either rule, um, you would get a little bit of donut day, you know? And and how often do official days get reneged? Not very often, right? No. So. And, and there's, 
you know there's more than 365 of these official things, right? You, on every given day, now it's like, oh, now it's, there's an, it's diaphragm day. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking donut and diaphragm came out. I don't know. Somehow. Yeah. Why? I guess the whole shape, yeah. maybe? Is that it? Don't let your diaphragm come out. That's bad. Um, especially on donut day, because the men are all jacked up and full of... But yeah. it's totally cool to have sex with a donut. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Ring toss. Have you ever done that? No. No? No. Me either. No. Is... This was audio. We'd cut that out, probably. But no. But this is video. No, I've never done that. <laughs> Even when, when you have absolute power, again, like I said, you have to deal with other countries and stuff. But also, you're, you're not all powerful. You're not... You, they're going to be able to get the Beatles back together, for example. Yeah, There's only some true. limit. You can't raise the dead or provide two more bullets. You, what you would do is you would Kim Jong-il it. You would get the director from Weekend at Bernie's. You would <laughs> dig up the Beatles. Yeah. And you would create a movie about getting the Beatles back together. Right. Not going to cure cancer. I mean, you just, these are... Yeah. But you wouldn't care to cure cancer if you were a dictator, to be honest. I mean... If there were someone in your family, perhaps? I don't think you... Even then. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, for me, the thought of a dictator is still just one of just sort of evil but again that's me speaking from someone who's grown up in a culture where dictators aren't a thing mm. lo locally obviously they're they're worldwide but um you know it's just we not. do live in kansas so they're not dictators but they are imposing their morals i think us. you get that everywhere though yeah. you know you really would no matter even if you live in a great state what i would consider a great state there's going to be things that piss you off but actually this might actually sort of correlate with the absolute power corrupts absolutely because if i were living in a state that i would really want to live in let's say portland a very liberal state uh, i've been uh, oregon oregon thank yeah. you um Maine? i've been there many many times i love it I, I would move there in a heartbeat if i could it's a great place but I know once I get there and once I become sort of acclimated to the nice liberal environment, there would be like the one thing that it's like, you know, someone like is hopscotching yeah. on a Sunday and I'm like, what the hell? I'm you moving know? to Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things like that would eventually. On get hopscotch day? <laughs> Come on. It's, it's skip day and you're hopscotching. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, we have a sponsorship. Oh, this, good, good, good. This episode is brought to us by the first lady is on line three. That's all it says. Not familiar I, with I that, take this. With that product. Oh. Okay. Hello? I'm just going to take a personal call here. I'm in the middle of my podcast. We talked about this. This is my this is my me time. Yeah. It's awkward. But she's just a she's just a stupid intern with a crush. Come on. I'm so sorry. No, it's not fine. Fine. Me too. Don't make me say it. Okay, fine. I'm gonna slip my SEAL Team Six in under the cover of night and give you some secret service. <laughs> you happy? All right, I'm going to uh, go I, ahead I and do go some corrections here, real quick, because this Bye. is awkward. All right, can you correct out? my marriage. <laughs> I don't think I can. Maybe if we do an episode on it and listeners call us Man. on some in inconsistencies. All right, I'm gonna do one correction here, real quick. Um, and you, while I'm doing this correction, just think about bringing home some flowers or or, some, or a new husband maybe she would appreciate that i'm sure all right so um in episode nine uh which was would you abandon life on earth to live on mars i did state that only the people the only people who would even want to go to mars would be scientists and egomaniacs that was uh, uh not technically correct mm -hmm. because in addition to scientists and egomaniacs Martians would also like to go to Mars and they could if the Martian government would listen to my ransom demands That's right for every day that passes that I don't get my ransom demands. I will break one of those Martian fingers Though many they do have and 
the quickly they do grow back. I'm sure it hurts though, even though they don't cry, most of it's laughing. I will continue to break those fingers and 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 and, and kick them in what I assume is the nut area <laughs> multiple times until I get my money. Three hundred dollars. Um times have changed. That's actually not that much money these days. Four hundred dollars. You heard the man. Let's bring this thing home, shall we? Let's do it. All right. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to our first uh, video episode. Maybe there'll be more. Let us know what you think. Is this is a good format for us? Uh, give us some reviews. Leave some comments on the designated uh, areas. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Again, you can find this video episode on uh, YouTube.com slash Caleb J. Ross. Caleb J. Ross. I'll probably also post it at CalebJRoss.com as well. So. Okay. Uh, as far as reaching out and catching us on Twitter, I am at Gordon Highland. And I am at Caleb J. Ross. And you can tell us, what should you rather be, a dictator or an elected president? And until next time, see ya. Important question.